You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Fulton, and this is Fight Fan Weekly. Except there are no fights, so this is the Corona Chronicles. Some good shit. We like to talk about all the good things that are going out in the world because we've had enough with all the bad shit going on in the world. So we like to lighten your day a little bit. Right, Andrew? Yeah, let's lighten the day up. I'm having a bad day. Let's lighten it up. Let's lighten it up. So we got four stories for you. Oh, shit. Okay. Numero uno. Publix supermarkets. I think they're more of a down south thing, um, but specifically in the Florida area. uh, Everyone's having a hard time financially right now, right? The markets are all like completely shot. So the supermarket is buying continuing to buy produce and milk from specifically from struggling farmers and they're immediately turning it around and donating it to food banks they're not making a profit off of it at all they're just being like this in the middle where both sides end up benefiting do they have the money to sustain it that's pretty neat that they're trying to help out like that yeah i I don't know what I think long term it makes sense for them because they want the farmers to be able to stay afloat. So whenever this is all over, it's not like they're turning around and there's no one to give them food anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it's it's two good causes with one killing two birds with one uh, saving two birds with one stone. I don't know how to go that route. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're uh, killing two cabbages with one. I don't know. There's something there. Um yeah, no, no, that's that's pretty fucking neat, dude. Especially now, whenever everyone's talking about you know businesses shutting down and people really struggling. Um, so it's like a supermarket chain, almost like a like a. Um, I guess it's like our version of Shoprite. Okay, okay. That's, that that's just my guess. I've so, never seen one before, but that's what it sounds so like. So it's a decent amount of product being bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're, they were talking in the tons, not in like okay. anything insignificant. They were oh wow, like big numbers here. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah, man. What we got next, bud. So along the same page, but on a smaller scale, Eminem donated a bunch of dinners to a hospital in Detroit for all like the staff and the nurses and the doctors and whatnot. And he labeled each and every one of them, mom spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Could you imagine working in a hospital in Detroit and just being like, this is Eminem's mom spaghetti. (laughs) I'm having it for dinner. (laughs) Did I immediately start singing it in my head? As soon as you say mom spaghetti. Oh man! Of so course. how many how many dinners did he buy? I don't know that I didn't really look into that. It's a lot of spaghetti. It was a lot of spaghetti. Um, uh, that's funny. Yeah, that was a little bit of a random ass, but cute <laughs> one. I thought. Uh, all right, what else you got? Uh, so going back to the evil virus, it is looking like COVID nineteen. This is a mix of good news and bad news, but mostly I like to stay on the positive side. It's looking that it is much more, um, it spreads faster than recently thought. So there's been a number of studies, and people have been thinking this for a while, that it's transmitted much more easily, and the transmission rate is significantly higher. There, 
the obvious bad news to that is that it means you are that much more likely to get it if you are within the vicinity of someone who can transmit it. Yeah. But there's two different good aspects to this. One is that that means the uh, death rate is significantly lower than what was previously thought. Um, Because we know how many people who have unfortunately passed away from the disease, but we don't truly know how many people are infected. So the number isn't, it's not easy to pinpoint, but they're now thinking it's significantly lower than 1%, where in the past we've thought it was, it could have been as high as like five or three. So that's one good aspect of it. The other good aspect is that because so many people have already been infected, we're going to hit, uh, what's the friggin' term? I'm not a doctor, but damn what, it. <laughs> what, like the over 50% mark? We're like, it's... Yeah, we're, we're nowhere near that. They're thinking it's somewhere in the New York area. It's somewhere between like 13 and 15%. But okay. that is significantly higher than we had already thought. And that's going to make transmission going forward slower than it was. So is that like the fact that they're saying it's way easier to catch and it spreads a lot easier? Is that mean that there's a lot more people that are asymptomatic than previously thought? Uh, it could be. It could. It probably does mean that. It's probably a mix of everything, right? Yeah. So in the early months, in it probably also hit our country earlier than originally anticipated because people weren't really talking about this until February or early March. So if you had flu-like symptoms in January and February you weren't going to go get a COVID test. You were just going to stay home and ride it out. So a lot of people who had flu-like symptoms probably weren't reporting it to, probably weren't even going to the doctor because you don't go to the doctor for a flu unless you're dying from it. So yeah. it's, prob- it's probably a mix of both of those things. There was um, there was uh, one of the guys in my office. He, I, I, I can't believe I forgot about this. Around, I think it was thanksgiving which apparently they're saying they think that as early as october it could have been here oh Um, wow yeah but he was one of the guys that i work with was so sick i mean he looked like he was he was dead and no one told him for for a couple weeks like after he was he got better like he didn't really want to complain about it but he he told me he's like i didn't eat anything for five days I ate oh. I ate nothing for five days. Like he had the he had a fever, he had the chills, waking up pouring sweat, trouble breathing at night. Um he had a breathing machine though, which he said helped. But um and then after that, like he couldn't he couldn't eat anything solid for like a couple probably like a week. And he went to the doctor um like when it got real bad. And the doctor tested him for flu and everything, and he's like, I don't know what you have. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know what it is. He goes, you don't have the flu. He's like, um, and there's nothing else wrong with you. Like, I don't know what's going on with you. And that's what he left it at. He's like, if you feel worse or whatever, go to the hospital. But he, one of those guys that just doesn't go to the hospital. Yeah. So, but he was, um, he, he said, and this guy's like, not really like a BSer. And he was saying that, uh, there was like two or three nights where he was not sure if he was going to wake up the next day. That's horrifying. Yeah. Um, and he came to the work almost, I think every single day. So well, that was probably not great. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, I don't know if that means like, you know, if he did have it, then for sure everyone else should have caught it. Yeah. You would think so. Yeah. But so 
that's the moral of the story is that a lot more people probably it's probably already come and gone a lot more faster than people have thought. Yeah. Which is going to speed up this whole thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess that is pretty good news. If that's, if that's all, you know, Yeah, you know, we're trying not to minimize it. It's still obviously a terrible thing. The biggest problems to the hospitals is that even if the serious infection rate is lower than we had thought, it's still enough to flood the hospitals to the point where they can't handle the amount of patients that they have. So continue to stay home, do all that other good shit. Don't interact until this thing blows over, but hopefully knock on wood, this means it'll be over sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Enough's enough at, at this point. Enough's enough. 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 Um, enough is enough is enough. I can't go. Oh, sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. You got one more or two more? Uh, I got one more for you. Okay. This is a little bit of a personal one, and I know you already know this, but Papa Fulton is coming home. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. So it hasn't been a secret, but I haven't been too public with it either. But unfortunately, my father on... March 22nd, right as the COVID started getting intense, decided he was going to have a stroke. A bad one. <laughs> a, a bad one. Yeah, a bad one. An airlift stroke. An airlift stroke. One of those, we're not sure you're going to make it kind of strokes. Yeah. So so we took him to the hospital. Uh, we got to see him that night. Well, my mother got to see him that night. And since then the hospital has been on lockdown because of the COVID. So we haven't been able to see him. He was in the hospital until the following Friday where he went to a rehabilitation center where they immediately turned him around, brought him back to the hospital because he was positive for COVID-19. He had gotten it while in the hospital. So not only did he have a stroke, he ended up with uh, the coronavirus, a bad case of the coronavirus. He was never on a respirator, but he was almost at the point of doing so until he got plasma injected into him with all the antibodies and all the other good shit. Oh, so they took somebody's somebody's blood that had previously had it. Yeah, that's like that's one of the treatments that they have right now. And that that's what got him to. Uh, you know, I don't want I don't want to say anything with any uh, definitive yes or no. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But that was the last they. It was a Sunday where they said, if we're going to put him on a respirator, it's going to be any day now, just so you know. And they started the plasma treatment, and he never went on it. He was, okay. on, he was on oxygen. Yeah. He needed, he needed oxygen to help himself breathe, but he never ended up on the respirator. And oh. that was the last treatment that they did. So whether it was time that helped or whether it was the plasma combination of both, who knows. But yeah, it's been five weeks since I've seen my father. He literally just decided to go to the hospital and take a mini five-week vacation, and he's finally coming home tomorrow. What a selfish piece of shit. <laughs> that jerk. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a little bit of a back and forth, but the Fulton family is finally happy, and we get to see Pop-Pop. That's pretty cool, man. So uh, he's coming home like, like he's not home yet, or he is home? He will be home tomorrow, I think, at 11 a.m. Okay. And we're recording this on a Saturday, so for people who are listening in, that means April 26th. Okay. That's fucking awesome news, man. I know it's been a... a, a how, how long has it been since... Has it been three weeks? It's been exact. Well, tomorrow will be exactly five weeks since wow. he went to the hospital. Holy shit. Five weeks. That was five weeks ago? That was five weeks ago. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Time flies. Wow. <laughs> 
Time flies when the world's going to shit. Yeah, it's no joke, man. Wow, dude. Well, it's a good thing he's coming home. Um, yeah, I'm glad yeah. he he made it through all the ordeals that he was going through. Jesus Christ, like, enough. <laughs> stop, <laughs> yeah, that, that, stop it, Dad. Stop it, Dad. And I felt bad for the poor guy because, you know what, he had two major medical hurdles. He basically faced his own mortality twice within the span of a couple weeks, and he had to do the whole thing alone. Yeah, and he's been gone for so long. He doesn't know what the real world is like anymore. Like, yeah, you know, he doesn't know that you have to wear a mask to go places like he doesn't know these things. So he's going to come back and the world's just going to be. Yeah, he's you know, he's going to be like that dude in 28 days later who woke up and he's yeah. walking on the street like, hello, is anybody <laughs> out there? <laughs> that's exactly what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's going to be kind of crazy because. um. That that's honestly one of the, if not the shittiest part about the whole Corona thing, is not being able to go see someone if they're sick, because yeah. that helps a lot with the healing process. Yeah. Um, as stupid as it sounds, um, but yeah, being like keeping in high spirits and 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 having your energy level high from like seeing your family and your friends coming to say what's up, like it does a lot. Um, so that's a that's a tough thing to go through. I'm I'm glad that he's coming home. Um. And that we can pretty much put all that behind him for now. And he could start on the road to getting back working instead of being on fucking vacation. <laughs> Dude, I'm sure he is dying to work too, but we are making sure he stays home for a little while first. Yeah. If you need, if you need uh, somebody to, to run security to make sure he doesn't leave the house. <laughs> to all, go... we have to, all we have to do at this point is take his walker. He ain't going far. <laughs> his walker. <laughs> <laughs> love you dad oh jesus christ that's funny well i think that's a good note to end it on man your dad coming home from from a, having a severe stroke and and coronavirus i agree that's a man awesome story thank you yeah so uh so any other thoughts on this anything wrapping it up here uh, no, I think that about does it for us. Let us know what you think of all these great-ass stories in the comments down below. Or throw in one or two of your own if you have some good news. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the little bell button so you can make sure you get all of our videos. And don't forget to go to BroDownPro.com where you get all your cool-ass BroDown shit. Oh, we yeah. will catch you guys next time. You're listening to BroDown Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah.